Faith, Hope and Love, episode 402, the third Sunday of Ordinary Time, Year A. What are the things that make for peace? A listening ear, a humility of heart that allows us to swallow our pride and really listen to people around us and their experience? The readings this weekend remind us of how important it is that we remain united, united in Christ and respectful of each other, one big family, one big community in Christ. Christ is our peace, and so when we stay connected to Christ and united with one another, we're in good hands. This is Faith, Hope and Love. When I was a child My youthful heart when it was running wild But wiser now I will rest those ways Though somehow a part of me can say For faith, hope and love abide And the greatest one is love gift that's lighter than the words of you not resentful but gaining joy in truth for faith hope and love abide and the greatest one is love faith hope and love all of these Sing a new song to the Lord, sing to the Lord all the earth, in his presence a majesty and splendor, strength and honor in his holy place. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Hello everyone and goodness and kindness to all of you. Brothers and sisters, as we prepare ourselves to celebrate the Lord's Supper, let's first recall our sins and acknowledge them in silence. I confess to Almighty God 
and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words, in what I have done and in what I have failed to do, through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault. Therefore I ask, Blessed Mary, ever-Virgin, all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to pray for me to the Lord our God. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to people of goodwill. We praise you, we bless you, we adore you, we glorify you. We give you thanks for your Let us pray that our lives will be filled with good works. Almighty ever-living God, direct our actions according to your good pleasure, that in the name of your beloved Son we may abound in good works. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. A reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. There will be no gloom for those who were in anguish. In the former time, the Lord brought into contempt the land of Zebulun and the land of Naphtali. But in the latter time he will make glorious the way of the sea, the land beyond the Jordan, Galilee of the nations. The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who lived in a land of deep darkness, on them light has shone. You have multiplied the nation. 
you have increased its joy. They rejoice before you as with joy at the harvest, as people exult when dividing plunder. For the yoke of their burden and the bar across their shoulders, the rod of their oppressor, you have broken as on the day of Midian. The Word of the Lord The Lord is my light and my salvation. The Lord is my light and my help. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Before whom shall I shrink? There is one thing I asked of the Lord. For this I long, to live in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to savour the sweetness of the Lord, to behold his temple. I am sure I shall see the Lord's goodness in the land of the living. Hope in him, hold firm and take heart, hope in the Lord. The Lord is my light and my salvation. A reading from the first letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians. I appeal to you, brothers and sisters, by the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that all of you be in agreement, and that there be no divisions among you, but that you be united in the same mind and the same purpose. For it has been reported to me by Chloe's people that there are quarrels among you, my brothers and sisters. What I mean is that each of you says, I belong to Paul, or I belong to Apollos, or I belong to Cephas, or I belong to Christ. Has Christ been divided? Was Paul crucified for you? Or were you baptised in the name of Paul? For Christ did not send me to baptise, but to proclaim the gospel, and not with eloquent wisdom, so that the cross of Christ might not be emptied of its power. For the message about the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing. But to us who are being saved, it is the power of God. The Word of the Lord Alleluia Jesus preached the good news of the kingdom and healed all who were sick. Alleluia, alleluia, alleluia. 
The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. When Jesus heard that John had been arrested, he withdrew to Galilee. He left Nazareth and made his home in Capernaum by the sea, in the territory of Zebulun and Naphtali, so that what had been spoken through the prophet Isaiah might be fulfilled, land of Zebulun, land of Naphtali, on the road by the sea, across the Jordan, Galilee of the Gentiles. The people who sat in darkness have seen a great light, and for those who sat in the region and shadow of death, light has dawned. From that time, Jesus began to proclaim, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven has come near. As he walked by the Sea of Galilee, he saw two brothers, Simon, who is called Peter, and Andrew, his brother, casting a net into the sea, for they were fishermen. And he said to them, Come, follow me, and I will make you fishers of people. Immediately they left their nets and followed him. As he went from there, he saw two other brothers, James, son of Zebedee, and his brother John, in the boat with their father Zebedee, mending their nets, and he called them. Immediately they left the boat and their father and followed him. Jesus went throughout Galilee, teaching in their synagogues, and proclaiming the good news of the kingdom, and curing every disease and every sickness among the people. The Gospel of the Lord If we thought that the early church was more filled with the Spirit, more united, more idyllic than ours is 2,000 years later, the second reading quickly brings us back to reality. The Corinthian community back in the New Testament times had just as many misunderstandings, conflicts, personality clashes and power plays, as well as ego clashes, as one can see in modern society. The Corinthian community was at the time of St. Paul's letter quite divided. There was bickering and fragmentation, ambition, pride, political wranglings, and misunderstanding was damaging the community badly. And the second reading tells us that people were actually taking sides along the line of various personalities in the community, instead of the message of Jesus' gospel. But St. Paul implores the community members, remember your unity in Jesus. In order that we put our service in the hands of Jesus' good news, St. Paul reminds us, today as much as back then, that fostering a sense of unity, that is seeing ourselves as all on about one and the same mission, one single project with different aspects, this mindset is absolutely essential. The gospel passage of the disciples being called by Christ is a wonderful example of the response a disciple should have, and it has a deeper metaphorical meaning too. Jesus called his disciples and they dropped everything, following him immediately, leaving everything behind. They did this literally and also figuratively. They left their previous life behind and its attachments, and also they, in a real sense, forgot themselves and their own plans and ambitions and followed now the new path of being on about Christ's vision. St. Paul in the second reading continues this theme of self-forgetting 
and Christ-focusing. If there is to be any ambition at all, as St. Paul puts it elsewhere in his writings, it must only be the ambition to support each other and all others in Christ, with all our hearts. If there is to be any competition in a Christian community, it's only trying to excel in showing true mutual kindness and compassion of Christ to each other, striving with every effort at working together with our vision, looking outward and forward toward the goal our Lord himself has set. St. Paul, when he says this, knew that this was not always easy. In fact, it requires sacrifice, humility, and a real dedication. Naturally, divisions can occur for all sorts of different reasons. People may genuinely and honestly disagree on how they should achieve a particular value or goal. But as St. Paul says in another letter, the answer to such dilemmas goes down to the fundamental debt that we owe to each other. This time it was the Roman community of believers he was talking to. And he said in that case, the only thing we owe each other is this, the debt of mutual love. Don't be throwing up any other debt that someone owes you, the one and true debt that we owe each other that really needs to be called in is a debt of mutual love and respect for each other. In everything we do, in everything we say, it must be for the furtherance of Christ's gospel and at the service of establishing God's kingdom. It must never merely be our own needs and ambitions that we're following. We are all for Christ and we're not for anyone else or anything else. Jesus is the light. In baptism, we are called to carry this light of Christ to each other. Jesus shone his own divine light to others in many wonderful practical ways. He did it by forgiving, healing, welcoming, sharing, inviting, and giving. We think about the many ways we're invited to bring Christ's light to others, and especially in what we do and say. To make the light of Christ shine brighter in us, we're striving with God's grace and hope to be united in one purpose and heart for God's kingdom. The Apostles' Creed I believe in God the Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. On the third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and is seated at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From there he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. Amen. In confidence, let us come before the Lord of Light, knowing that our prayers are always heard. For the people of God, 
that they may faithfully spread the light of Christ to others. Let us pray to the Lord. For the nations that are shrouded in the darkness of war, tyranny and oppression, that the light of Christ may come to shine in the hearts of their leaders and people. Let us pray to the Lord. For those caught in the darkness of despair, that they may learn to rejoice in the presence of Jesus in their lives, giving them the light of hope. Let us pray to the Lord. For the local community, that we may work at reconciling our differences. Let us pray to the Lord. For those who have lived by the light of faith, that the darkness of death may give way to the brightness of eternal life, especially those for whom we now pray. Let us pray to the Lord. God of light, we trust in your goodness and we ask you to grant our prayers through Christ our Lord. Amen. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the bread we offer you, fruit of the earth and work of human hands. It will become for us the bread of life. By the mystery of this water and wine, may we come to share in the divinity of Christ, who humbled himself to share in our humanity. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the wine we offer you, fruit of the vine and work of human hands. It will become our spiritual drink. With humble and contrite heart, May we be accepted by you, O Lord, and may our sacrifice in your sight this day be pleasing to you, Lord God. Wash me, O Lord, from my iniquity. Cleanse me from my sin. Pray, brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God the Almighty Father. May the Lord accept the sacrifice at our hands for the praise and glory of his name for our good and the good of all his holy church. Accept our offerings, O Lord, we pray, and in sanctifying them, grant that they may profit us for salvation. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God, through Christ our Lord. 
For out of compassion for the waywardness that is ours, he humbled himself and was born of the Virgin. By the passion of the cross he freed us from unending death, and by rising from the dead he gave us life eternal. And so with angels and archangels, with thrones and dominions, and with all the hosts and powers of heaven, we sing the hymn of your glory, as without end we acclaim, Holy, Holy, Holy Lord, God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory, Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, Hosanna in the highest. You are indeed holy, O Lord, and all you have created rightly gives you praise. For through your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, by the power and working of the Holy Spirit, you give life to all things and make them holy, and you never cease to gather a people to yourself, so that from the rising of the sun to its setting a pure sacrifice may be offered to your name. Therefore, O Lord, we humbly implore you by the same Spirit Graciously make holy these gifts we have brought to you for consecration, that they may become the body and blood of your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, at whose command we celebrate these mysteries. For on the night he was betrayed, he himself took bread, and giving thanks, he said the blessing, broke the bread and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and, giving you thanks, he said the blessing, and gave the chalice to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many, for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. Save us, Saviour of the world, for by your cross and resurrection you have set us free. Therefore, O Lord, as we celebrate the memorial of the saving passion of your Son, his wondrous resurrection and ascension into heaven, and as we look forward to his second coming, we offer you in thanksgiving this holy and living sacrifice. Look, we pray, upon the oblation of your church, and recognising the sacrificial victim, by whose death you willed to reconcile us to yourself, grant that we who are nourished by the body and blood of your Son and filled with his Holy Spirit may become one body, one spirit in Christ. May he make of us an eternal offering to you so that we may obtain an inheritance with your elect, especially with the most blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with Saint Joseph, her spouse, with the blessed apostles and glorious martyrs, 
and with all the saints, on whose constant intercession in your presence we rely for unfailing help. May this sacrifice of our reconciliation, we pray, O Lord, advance the peace and salvation of all the world. Be pleased to confirm in faith and charity your pilgrim church on earth with your servant, Francis, our Pope, and Mark, our Bishop, the Order of Bishops, all the clergy, and the entire people you have gained for your own. Listen graciously to the prayers of this family whom you have summoned before you. In your compassion, O merciful Father, gather to yourself all your children scattered throughout the world. To our departed brothers and sisters, and to all who were pleasing to you at their passing from this life, give kind admittance to your kingdom. There we hope to enjoy forever the fullness of your glory. Through Christ our Lord, through whom you bestow on the world all that is good. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours for ever and ever. Amen. At the Saviour's command, informed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy, we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours, now and forever. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign for ever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Let us offer each other the sign of peace. May the mingling of the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ bring eternal life to us who receive it. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, grant us peace. May the receiving of your body and blood, Lord Jesus Christ, not bring me to judgment and condemnation, but through your loving mercy, be for me protection in mind and body and a healing remedy. Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word and my soul shall be healed. May the body of Christ keep me safe for eternal life. Amen.
May the blood of Christ keep me safe for eternal life. Amen. Look toward the Lord and be radiant. Let your faces not be abashed. A prayer for spiritual communion in union with all who are unable to physically receive communion at this time. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the blessed sacrament. I love you above all things, and I desire to receive you into my soul. Since I cannot now receive you sacramentally, Come at least spiritually into my heart. I embrace you as if you were already here and unite myself wholly to you. Never permit me to be separated from you. Amen. The Body of Christ. Amen. The Blood of Christ. Amen. Let us pause for a time of quiet post-communion prayer and reflection. What has passed our lips as food, O Lord, may we possess in purity of heart, that what has been given to us in time may be our healing for eternity. Let us pray. 
Grant, we pray, Almighty God, that receiving the grace by which you bring us to new life, we may always glory in your gift. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Thanks, everyone. I'm extremely grateful for you joining us for this special time of praise and reflection upon God's word and encounter with God's sacrament wherever you are. The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go forth. The Mass is ended. Faith, Hope and Love, Christian Worship and Reflection, led by Rev. Paul Kelly. Prayers and Chants, Roman Missal, 3rd edition, copyright 2010, the International Commission on English and the Liturgy, ICEL. Scriptures, New Revised Standard Version, copyright 1989 and 2009, by the NCC USA. The Psalms, copyright 1963 and 2009, The Grail, Collins Publishers. Prayers of the Faithful, Together We Pray, by Robert Borg, E.J. Dwyer Publishers, 1993, Sydney, Australia. Sung Mass in Honour of St. Ralph Sherwin, by Jeffrey M. Ostrovsky, The Gloria, copyright 2011, ccwatershed.org. Faith, Hope and Love theme hymn in memory of William John Kelly, inspired by 1 Corinthians 13, 1-13. Music by Paul W. Kelly, Arranged and sung with additional lyrics by Stefan Kelk, 2019. Quiet Time Instrumental Reflection Music, written by Paul W. Kelly, 1988, 2007. In this arrangement, Stefan Kelk, 2020. Today I Arise for Tricia J. Kelly, original words and music by Paul W. Kelly, inspired by St. Patrick's Prayer, arranged and sung with additional lyrics by Stefan Kelk, 2019. Production by KER, 2023. May God bless and keep you. Today I arise with love from on high, the name of the three in one. Today I arise through heavenly eyes, your grace to God and guide. Today it I will